Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. What episode, Jay? Uh, 25, 25. Episode 25. We are a quarter of the way to 100. Today's topic, we're going to talk about mental toughness. Um, that, that can encompass a wide range of things. Tonight, we're going to focus on 12 of those uh, 12 areas of mental toughness. Now, with the way the world is going right now, it will take a toll on anyone from stresses of work, friendships, relationships, kids mind, money, and everything like that. So we're going to talk about some things to keep you mentally tough. So uh, on the show right now, we got Jay, the Jet Show, and also our special, special guest, Romy Mack. And Romy Mack. Yes, sir. All right. All right, Jay. Let's dive into it, man. Start it off. Oh, yeah. I think we got Troy. Troy's on here, too. Is is Troy there? I think, I think so. so, yeah. Say something. Trouble, <laughs> Trouble T. Roy, he's on? Well, where is he? Say something. I'm giving up on you. I'm here. Man. Hey, yes, man. Well, hey, hey, hey. Wait, 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 what are you guys doing, man? What is this? Hey, hey, what's <laughs> up? First off, I want to say thank you guys for having me on the show for one, being a part of you guys' uh, brand. This, uh, this, this, this thing is awesome. What you guys are uh, got going on? Uh, show's getting bigger. I'm happy for you guys, and I'm just thankful to be, uh, you know, special guest here. And that's just coming from Romy Mac to uh, to Troy, uh, Evan, and of course John. Thank you, guys. <laughs> well, thank you, thank too, you, man. Sir. I mean, all after right, man, all, well, the inspiration came from you. Yeah, no, it, absolutely. Yep. We wouldn't have started if it wasn't for you there, uh, Mr. McAllister. Hey, man. Well, everybody needs everybody needs inspiration and motivation. So uh, you were my motivation to do it because you signed up, man. And I was like, oh, shit. Um, how the hell I tell them about it? And I'm not signed up. <laughs> So let me uh, <laughs> let me let me get it going. <laughs> right, let me get right. that going. But uh, but here we are, man. Uh, so yeah, first topic. What's uh, what topic to discuss? Oh, the whole the whole episode That's tonight is is mental toughness. The broad question to you guys is how important is it to be mentally tough? Holy shit, man. Uh, well, I'll, I'll go. I'll, I I nominate myself to go first because I hope y'all don't mind because. I'm dealing with some shit right now mentally. So you know, you know, it's very important. Because you can lose, uh, you can you can give up on this thing we call life uh, because of it. Because you don't have mental stuff, you know what I'm saying. It's very important to have uh, people around you to be strong when you're weak. Um, very, that's very important. And you know, a group of a uh, group of individuals. So I would, you know, fairly your fellas, you know what I'm saying. Because again, we've all we all get to a point where we just get tired with shit, man. We get you know a lot on our plate, and we we just don't know when to say when anymore. And I 
I know for sure that, you know, I'd be in a better place mentally if I had uh, a big group of, you know, a strong group of guys to, uh, you know, to, I would say like to do shit with, you know what I'm saying? Keep your mind off of the bullshit that you got to face, um, you know, with day to day with our, you know, with our lives. Um, may it be work, may it be love life, may it be uh, whatever's going through our head mentally. Um, so I would say mental toughness is very, very, very important, uh, you know, imperative that you, uh, that you do have it. But, uh, I've been through, I've been through, um, enough before by my, to have to face something by myself. I don't like it, but I know I can do it, but this shit, cause this shit gets rough. I won't lie to you. Feeling like you're, um, you know, alone in a lot of shit, but I know, uh, you know, through, through faith, um, that uh, I'll, I'll pull through and yeah. Uh, that's, that's pretty much my take on uh, mental toughness. Well, all right. Yeah. That, that was yeah. Really, uh, very insightful, man. And you won't ever lie, man. Um, it is not fun uh, not having a support group or a strong surrounding. And really, with you guys right now on this show, like, where would we be without each other, man? Uh, we, we went through the toughest times individually and collectively, and we put each other through it. <laughs> Jay, Jay, what's going you? on, man? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> <I'm here>. <laughs> <laughs> That was me. Muted. That was me. Unmuted. That was me that time. I'm sorry about that. A fucking Facebook video was starting up. I am, yeah, I wasn't supposed to. <laughs> I was getting real deep, man. I was getting real deep. No, go ahead. It was like muted. No. It was like, a great song for it. I was crying, though. But I'm saying, man, being mentally strong, I guess you have to recognize when you're mentally weak. And it is okay not to be okay. Sometimes when we try to bury stuff so much and try to put on a strong face, we don't actually deal with the issue. We just kind of cover it up. And, um, but it doesn't stop the bleeding. And eventually, emotionally, we can bleed out and you just become exhausted. But when you got a strong group of people around you, you know, even if it's two or three people, it can definitely help a lot when you can open up and let somebody else share some of your pain. Because a lot of times we got a lot of pain that we can't take on on our own. And, um, I mean, that's what I feel about it. Like, it's important to have people. Just think, Jay. Yeah, Troy. Yeah, what's up, Troy? Yeah, what, what? You're, you're quiet tonight, man. Why am I quiet tonight? Y'all was talking. <laughs> 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 I was supposed to talk over you. <laughs> go ahead, Jay. Take over. I got it next. I'll go next. I'll go next. I'll knock it out the box. No, we all said it, man. It's, it's very important, man. Mental toughness. And like you said, the support group goes a long way. And, uh, Romy touched on it too. You can't do it by yourself. And a lot of times you try to be too tough or so strong and you don't reach out for help, man. And, and that's not a good, I don't think that builds mental toughness if you're too scared to seek help or ask for guidance. That's one of the, I think that's one of the techniques you need is to be able to put your ego away and ask for help at times. I do think, we do try to, to tough it out for so long, man, and it gets to a point where you could break or, you know, have a, a breakdown, man, like McAllister was talking about earlier. I think we all touched on it. The the group of people is very important, man, and, and that's a good technique to have. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. important. Absolutely. So with our um, little subtopic we have on the being mentally strong is don't fear a long time. Now, um, I think that sometimes we, we do become isolated, and we're just talking about we do need people. But first, you got to be comfortable with yourself. Um, if you can't sit by yourself for a while and collect yourself and and recollect yourself and evaluate what you're going through, then it's going to be hard to let somebody else help you as well. So we can't fear being alone. Meditation is a key in mental toughness and staying mentally strong. And meditation ain't got to be sitting with your legs crossed, going nam nyang hu rangeki, or you ain't got to do all that. But <laughs> just sit there for a minute <laughs> and be quiet. And, 
and let your thoughts just go, you know. You don't know what's going on in your head until you let your head speak and you listen. And mm-hmm. uh, and a lot of a lot of that happens when you're alone. You know, you sit in the dark or lay down for a bit before you go to sleep and let your mind just go. And even at that point, you could probably solve some problems on your own that you didn't know you had. Right. And uh, I've seen a lot of people, like successful people on, you know, social media and stuff, you know, motivational guys. And they tend to wake up, you know, an hour earlier in the morning, like around 4, 4.30 in the morning and get that hour apiece, you know, to actually think about things. Get away from all the chaos and, you know, all the other stuff that clouds your judgment and just take an hour of yourself to you know, clear your thoughts before you start the day. And you shouldn't, like you said, you shouldn't be scared to be by yourself, man, at times. Because at the end of the day, that's pretty much all you got in your head is your own thoughts, you know? I'm scared as hell, yeah. myself. Turn the TV on and go to bed. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> now, for real, being mental tough, as you guys have put it, is what you need everywhere. Including being bullied, down to get you a, a female, down to get you a good job. You know, everything applies to being mental tough. If you're scared, you're going to never get shit. Just uh, just like people saying, uh, well, let's put one example. People never say, uh, I never can get a good job or that girl never talks to me and she a bad, whatever she is. But the point is, most people ain't mentally tough enough to talk to a girl. Or it ain't mentally tough enough to take that stride to get a job that they ain't qualified for. Stuff like that plays a huge role in your life, I think. And that's why I'm in my story yet. Boys. <laughs> well, what do you think, uh, McAllister, about the uh, the not fear of being alone? Like, do you think alone time is good for you? Well, yeah, some alone alone time is uh is definitely uh <laughs> good. I would say good good for you. Uh, and in many ways, of course, we we know um being being young teenage boys and, and some of us adults, uh, adults, grown men, <laughs> and even women, so do it. I, I joke, I joke about that. But yeah, seriously, uh, having alone time is uh, you know definitely key for it to clear your head, allows you time to think about, uh, reflect on a lot of things that's going on in life and what's going on around you. And you see things a little bit clearer than you did, you know, obviously with the distractions of having uh, people there. But, I mean, uh, having a lot of alone time can definitely weigh in on you, too. Like, makes you uh, antisocial. Um, and, look, at least I find myself, you know, at times where, because I spend so much time alone, um, whenever I do get, like, around, like, people, trust people I don't know, I'm, I don't, I'm not really participating in the conversation, Um yeah, as much as I probably could if I was, you know, again, maintain the sense of, uh, I would say being, being social. Uh, yeah, being on social media is one thing, but like, you know, talking in per, you know, talking in person is a whole, whole nother ball game. And, um, yeah, I just find myself like, I would say just being, being, being silent. I don't feel like I need to waste, uh, like I'm not going to speak on anything I don't know about. You know what I mean? I don't know if you guys uh, find people that try to just take part in a conversation and you clearly don't, and they clearly don't know what the fuck they're talking about. I'm not going to waste breath on something that I have no, uh, you know, idea about, you know, like as far as like pol- how politics go. Like, mm-hmm. so I can go, but so far, I don't really know the ins and outs of politics, but I do know right and wrong. You know, that's what I can speak on. So, and that's what I will speak on. Um, but yeah, alone time, um, uh, Alone time is important. I think that's important for everyone to have like their sense of alone time, especially like, you know, uh, mothers uh, that have to deal with, uh, you know, the, you know, one, you know, being, being a mother, having kids, stuff like that. And of course, yeah, depending on the type of person that you marry, if he feels that he doesn't do anything without, <laughs> without you in it, you know what I'm saying? Then you definitely need that, um, uh, 
that time away to just, you know, try to try to find some Zen and then get back in the game. You know, so, yeah, alone time is, uh, I would say, very, very important. True story, right. my friend. True story. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Right now. Yeah. Well, let's go into uh, uh, number two on the list. And it says don't dwell on the past or on the past. And I think that probably plays into a lot of relationship things. And, you know, you hate when someone brings up something in the past, you know, to use against you. So how, you know, how important is it to just stay in the moment and not dwell on the past? Now, are we talking about the past of like between the two individuals or something from before you guys even met, like somebody else from your past? Well, pretty much it's anything that would, yeah, in general, anything that would create some kind of, you know, negative idea in your head you know, by thinking about it, you know? And get you stuck well, instead of moving what. forward. I tell you what, if you burn, if you ever burned your hand on the stove, you know not to do it again, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you have to dwell on the past and know that you you're going to get burnt. You know what I mean? So like it's it's uh, uh it's almost like you yeah don't I would say be be optimistic is probably the best way to put it, but you're not going to forget how somebody made you feel. You might forget what somebody told you, um, you know what I'm saying, but you'll never forget how somebody made you feel. And I, I, I speak that to this motherfucking day. You know what I mean? Like, I, like no one's gonna take that. Ain't nobody gonna take that away from you. Know what I'm saying? Anybody that has ever made you feel that any type of pain or something like that, you remember pain. Like again, I'm sure like you guys growing up, I'm sure you remember certain beatings that you got beat uh, you because again, you remember pain. You know pain, or you remember. I'm sure. I'm sure Hunt remembers uh, the pain of tearing. You know, tearing his knee. You know what I'm saying? Just like I do. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. There, there's, uh, <laughs> there's lessons in that. You know, so we just use these incidents and not go down the very same path. Because when we do that, we go, we do the very same thing that uh, put us in, I want to say, an unstable uh, mentality. We're hurting ourselves. So, I mean, as far as like dwelling on the past, yeah. Uh, I would, I would, yeah, I would say not to, not to be negative. You know what I'm saying? Like if somebody fucked around on you, it does make you question like who's, who's real and who isn't, you know what I'm saying? Like who's, who's really down for you and who, and who's not, but it's not just go around foolish and just allow motherfuckers to walk over you and let them do what they want to do. That's, that's just my, uh, my stance on as far as, uh, you know, the, 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 this topic goes, so. Uh, I hope you guys can absorb that and see see where I'm going with. It. I'm not being negative; it's just being, uh, you know, real realistic. That dwelling on the dwelling on the past has its ups and downs. I'll say that you just don't want to let it keep you from trying to work work uh, going forward. And the problem is when you're in like a relationship, you can only control one side. That's the that's the unfortunate uh, part of it. You can only control one side. So if my past and I'm working past it. But the other side is still stuck, man. Right. You know, three-legged race. One person standing still. There's <laughs> one leg and gonna get us to the, you know, to the finish line. Sometimes right. They, uh, say, right. You know, sometimes in the courtroom, how they the murder and the rapist, and like, oh shit, it's the wrong person. Just forget what I just said last time. <laughs> Let's go back to <laughs> the fucking basics. You can't really forget what somebody said about you or what somebody's done in the past. But you yeah. gotta forget to make the situation better. Is what yeah. Oh, of course. No, I, girls. No, I, I agree. I agree. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, from what he was saying, uh, of course, if you got burnt a bunch of times in relationships, you're, you're get tougher, you know, and probably close minded to being open to new relationships because you're going to judge that person by other people's past. 
And that happens a lot. Yeah. So yeah, yep. you remember yeah. you remember burning your hand on the stove and not to touch it, but that's a lesson learned. You're not going to stop cooking. You know what I'm saying? There you go. That, that was that was good for real. Yeah. I was full circle. I threw out full circle, baby. I threw out I threw out a little joker. He threw out the big joke. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no, you know I I did the uh, James Harden when I said that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, touch our stove, we get burnt. And next stove, you know, might have a fat ass and you might make a mistake. So I don't know how, but uh, yeah, don't go in the past, man. It's in general, the lesson is learned. You know, you, you either messed up or even dwell in the past be something you did good. Don't dwell back there where you succeeded. You got to keep going. You can't just stop now. And when we think about the past, it is something that the path that was already laid. So that path was laid and you walk. Now you look back and you say, you know what? I, I see what happens when I do this. I see what happened when I did that. Let's learn and move forward. As far as relationships go, yeah, man, it's hard. It's really hard to get back in there when you know you get hurt because it's not that you're going to get hurt guaranteed, but that feeling is there that has happened before and the potential is there that can happen again. So like Jay said, though, man, you got to keep cooking. <laughs> you can't just go hungry. You got to keep mm-hmm. cooking. And also, and like in the past, says you don't. You don't want to forget because then you're going to start hurting with grudges and shit. The minute that situation gets brought back up again, you're going to be holding in all the damn anger that you should have released from the beginning. So you never want yeah, to let it forget. go. Yeah, that's good. I mean, like we said before, to talk about it. So if things are getting to that point, you got to speak about it and not let it build up. Because then all that stuff you're going to let out, man, and probably say some shit that <laughs> you shouldn't have said. You want to say. Yeah, right. you don't want to say. And you can't take it back once it's, you know, you, you let it out. But then that goes into the other. There's a, I think it's part part five. Uh, what do you guys think about don't worry or yeah, don't worry about pleasing everyone. Is that is that something that is needed for mental toughness? That should be um, applied to this podcast. Yeah. I'm trying to please y'all every time I get on here. <laughs> <laughs> Man, <laughs> uh, trying to please everybody is gonna make you run yourself into the dirt. I mean. It is not, it's not beneficial to you to try to be everything to everybody because that means you're taking so much away from yourself. Um, so no, nah, man, pleasing everybody is, is definitely not a priority. So don't worry about it. Some people are going to be with you. Some people are going to be against you. We could all sit here in the group and say the sky's blue. The group behind us say the sky's red and whatever. And they're going to believe what they believe. So I would say, please the people that are down for you. And your story and your goals. Yeah, no, it's hard. Some people, some people have a hard time saying no, you know. And like you said, if you can't say no at times, you're you're getting freaking ran all over the place, man. You know, ran over pretty much. If you can't say no at times, you know, sometimes you have to not please everybody. It's just it's needed in life. But it's hard for you to say no, John. Yeah, I mean, like we said, with our jobs and this and being extended, you know, sometimes you extend yourself so much. And you lose mental toughness because you're done, like you're drained of everything. What I say, hell no, in a heartbeat. I ain't got no problem with it. Right, and that's probably why you got. I mean, you're you're tough like that. That's that's a good trait to have. But you can't say no to everything. Yeah. Big balls. Right here. Big big ball. Big ball, Troy. <laughs> no, serious though. I mean, I don't know. It's it's kind of hard to put yourself in that position though, because it depends on. How you grew up all your life? You can't just switch like that. Yeah, you can't you turn it off. Like, uh, like, yeah, go, go yeah. ahead. Come on, bad. I didn't mean to cut y'all. No, you all good. You just can't. 
you can't grow up all your life being nice like Johnny Boy and then turn around being an asshole. They're like, what the fuck is wrong with John? Say yeah all the time. That is motherfucker just an asshole. So, I mean, you got to be 50 fit can't just switch. Well, um... I would say for like for me, if um if I, I if I could be there for you, I would have you know I would have done it. You know what I'm saying? Just just that type of uh just the type of person that that I was, and I'm learning as of late. You know, as far as like me being there for everybody else, um, it's not the same. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you know, again, I find myself. By, by myself a lot of time, feeling alone by myself, and it's because of the fact that. People know that anytime they need something, I'm going to be there for them, whether that's family, friends, what, you know, what have you. Um, but we tend to want the things that we probably shouldn't, you know, probably shouldn't have. So when, you know, a lot of people call on folks that probably aren't going to be there for them, you know what I mean? Or they're, or they're there for people that's probably not going to be there for them in return. I don't know why the human mind works as such, but it just it just happens to be that way sometimes. And uh, for me, I just I yeah I'm I have to train myself. To, you know, you have to you have to remind yourself to put yourself first. Honestly, I'm not trying to please everybody, and it's just a uh, it's a learning it's a learning process, right? Because you know, again, growing up being the oldest brother. You know, you always have to make sure that your little brother is good or anybody else under you is good. You know, I don't know if you guys are the older sibling or older cousin in your family, but you always have to make sure everybody else is taken care of. You know what I'm saying? And like Troy said, it's hard to turn that shit off. So it's just a point of uh, recognizing that, like, the, the realization that, you know, you have to take care of you. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, one one quote. They can always say is that I don't know the uh, the uh, like the the recipe to success, but the recipe to failure is trying to please everyone. So you just have to um, you know you have to be mindful. You have to be mindful of stuff and be able to say it's a, you know it's all right for you to just work on you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, with the when you sub topic three and four, uh, don't feel the world owes you, and don't expect immediate results. I tell you, I have issues with that because sometimes I expect things to happen like right now. I'm like, I need this to happen. Let's do it. But you know what? It, it always takes time and effort. And that time and effort would, would give you back those returns. But idea, you know, in the beginning is to get those results. Like when we started this radio show, I wanted six million listeners immediately. <laughs> but we had six. I ain't nothing wrong. <laughs> <Not good. laughs> yeah. so, it's gonna it's gonna take a while, man. We're gonna look back one day and say, "Hey, remember we was on Blog Talk Radio? Yeah, man, that was funny." <laughs> and they gonna go back to the BET Awards and get our get our trophy. But um, then you know, don't don't feel like the world owes you. The world is a shitty place, man. It's it's really not great. The greatness is out there, but you gotta go and get it. You can't be looking at the people that were lucky and got money just putting their account and hand it to them and trust funds and shit like that. Legacies. Really, the the harshest, one of the harshest things about the world is just because you're a good person doesn't mean good things will happen for you. And that's the harsh part about it. So the world doesn't owe us anything. We got to go out there and get it. The world only owes you when you go out there and you put the work in into the world and the world gives it back that, that's it yep no i mean i can't i don't even know what to say after that it's true <laughs> why not <laughs> cool no, <but> my friend <laughs> that right there like you said 
you know, it's hard to understand if, well, you think in life, if I'm a good person, I should be rewarded. You know, like you said, then that's not how it works. Good Being good is only going to take you so far. And you have to not please everybody. You got to be selfish at times. You got to take risks. You got to piss people off. You got to all that, all those things you don't want to do is what you got to do to make it. And like you said, the immediate results is with anything. With a relationship, you want it to, you know, how many people are so quick to get in a relationship and want to say, you know, I, they love each other, you know, and they dated three right. times. You want it quick, man. You want to fall in love. <laughs> but it's a process, right. just like with anything. It's it's life. It's a process. It takes time. You know, you can make minute rice or you can cook <laughs> rice, going back to that. <laughs> right? It tastes different. All I can make is minute rice. <laughs> well, you hungry. But it, I'm hungry. Exactly. <laughs> get it turned to stove. But, you get noodles, man. Get but what? Can I, I mean, go to China, do exactly. <laughs> no, I think honestly, I think immediate immediate satisfaction comes from your age limit as well, though. And uh, like what we learned, I think we just learned this a few minutes ago. Well, not a minute ago, a couple of days ago for me. I went to a training at this stupid job, and they talked about. The different age brackets, being, us being millennials and, you know, the baby boomers and all that mess. And they said that uh, a lot of it has to do with social media and the different types of jobs that we look to achieve once we graduate from school. So when we graduate with a bachelor's degree, we expect to make sixty and $80,000 back when the baby boomers and all of them, they had to work about 10 years to even make that. So, mm-hmm. and then say for like, we look at somebody on Snapchat, Facebook and all this stuff, got lucky or, you know, was blessed to have family with money and we want to get out and get that immediate. But we don't know how long it took their family to work hard and save up that money. A lot of that stuff applies to what I was, you know, what I learned here. Uh, but yeah, I think that I want immediate satisfaction and gratification no matter what. And I think it's still attainable regardless of what you think. You just got to go out there and hustle, whether it be for good or bad. We just need to find us a Mexican and give us a good uh, drug cartel. And we didn't say that on here. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't say nothing. You said it. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, I'll open this up to you guys. So number seven on the list, which is another one that's probably hard for a lot of people, is uh, don't waste energy on things you can't control. What What are some examples of that? Because, I, I mean... It happens all the time. Like you can wake up yeah. and it rains, uh, and that throws your whole day off. You, you can't control the weather. Oh, I was uh, waiting for somebody to recognize um, the blessing that you are in their life, and because they're so used to being fucked over. Oh, <laughs> yeah, man. But you're right, though. And we cannot control another person's emotion. As much as we want to try to do so, we can't do it. And I've been on both ends of that stick where, you know, I want to be there for somebody and there with somebody, but, you know, maybe they want more than I have to offer. I, who, I'm not even in complete control of my own stuff, so I can't, you know, worry about trying to control it, just give it time, man, and sit by myself and not fear being alone, and maybe I can come up with some answers for it. But, you know, my mom... When she was uh, drinking, or when she when she stopped, as a matter of fact, that serenity prayer I had never heard it until I saw it on the wall, and it said, "Um, say God grant me the serenity to change things that I can, accept things that I can't, and the wisdom to know the difference." It's it's true, you know, it, the stuff you can't change, just accept it because you can't do anything else about it. 
if it's negative, it's going to be there. You can't, you can't change it. Um, and just have the wisdom to focus more on the positive things that you can change and control. Right. <laughs> no, I agree. No, I, and I know religion gets, gets a bad name all the time. And, but if you really pay attention to what, you know, the things are being said in the Bible, man, it, it makes a lot of sense. The, uh, we talked about think it. I think, I think that, that, I think the accusation you made right there is just the issue that the problem is right now. Cause we don't know. We can't really compare religions. We can't say our God is better than their God and all the gods are the same. He said you should follow the Bible, you can follow the Quran. Yeah, that's all I think that's what we got messed up right now. A lot of people say this way is better than this way. And we're trying to control people's lives instead of helping people and guide them in the right direction. Right. That probably got the show, but it sounds good. Sounds <laughs> pretty good. The uh anyway. all right. How about number 11 on the list? Uh, don't give up after the first failure, which is a key to success. You know, everybody fails, man. And you learn from it, you get better. And that should be about it. But a lot of, a lot of times when people say or tell you you suck at something, you know, that's devastating and you never try it again. So, <laughs> that's true. you know, why is that? You know, why? Look how many times, you know, you always hear all the stories, man, whether it be writers, singers, dancers, they've all, they've always been told at least once or twice that they suck at what they're trying to do. Well, it depends on the person, you know, right. the aspirations to actually succeed. Because honestly, I never really gave up on anything. Anything I actually put my mind to and tried, I actually got better at it. Okay. You know, expert mode or whatever the hell you want to call it, I've been good at it. So, mm-hmm. it being getting a job, working at a job, I didn't know how to do something. I was like, there's no way in hell I can't do this. I gotta be able to do this. That's what I've been telling myself. And then I'm able to self-motivate, which is the key. And then I'm able to drive that self-motivation because I don't want to fail. But not a lot of people are driven by themselves, which is why you need motivating people around you and a team of people that will guide you in the right direction. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think? What do you think, Evan? Well, um, this is the first failure, uh, first failure giving up. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a story, Jay, that me and you may share. Uh, the dip click. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, man, me and Jay came up with the perfect invention that was supposed to make us millions of dollars. It was supposed to do it. And I was done. We, we, we quit work in 2005. We just stopped. We were like, fuck it. We're going to be rich. No more working. Our invention, which we put down thousand dollars for a patent lawyer. And we got book and we got everything down there. We were going to make jar, right? And the jar was made like, like a, almost like a, like a push pop. But mm-hmm. you twist the bottom of the jar and it pushes up whatever's in the jar. So say you're eating chips, a dip. Once you get past that level where your knuckles start scraping the, uh, the, the jar, you're getting cheese. You click it and then and then it, it it raises it up and like it was it was a hit. I was like, you know what, Frito Lay gonna buy this. We're gonna be rich and we're gonna put out an album. All the bitches, folks and hoes got this. Well, you know, um, it it it, it worked, but it didn't. No, we failed right. at following through. It. I really still think we have that patented. Me and Jay, it's just we didn't we didn't follow through with it. Like you said, we didn't we didn't fully try to uh to go forth with that project man and at that time we should have but we got scared and then when we hit rock bottom is when we bought that damn uh kirby vacuum remember oh my god it was like it was like it was like 
the diamond edition. It was like two thousand dollars, man. And what we said to each other at the time were like, "Oh, hell you know, no!" You know what we could do? We can invest and rent that out to people so they could steam their carpet. Yep. Dumbest thing I ever did in my life. Man, I I, I think we used that vacuum one time. It went on my credit report. Mine too. I couldn't get a car. I couldn't get a car loan because I had a Kirby <laughs> on my credit report. Oh my god. <laughs> man, man, we we didn't know how to use it once, right? Like I think we used the vacuum one time. The dude that right. put on the show, the demonstration for us, man, he got all the dirt off the couches and all the dirty shit in our mattress. He's like, you see this? Like, this is what you sleep on. This is dead skin, man. Man, it's dead skin oh, all over the bed. And we were, yeah. we were like, man, that's dirty, that's nasty. I was like, I'm going to vacuum my bed now. Man, right. it's not even me. <laughs> and you know, knowing, knowing that man, he probably sprinkled some shit on our mattress when we weren't looking. Man, probably. Probably. But let's go. We did have one person, uh, that's one of your boys, Aaron. He said that, uh, you know, with this, the 12 things about being mentally tough, he said that at times, you know, he gets labeled as being too hard on people because of his mental toughness. So do you think that, you know, uh, when you are strong and you really don't show emotion and you're mentally, you know, tough, you know, you kind of can't understand when someone's showing weakness? Um, No, nah, you know, I think sometimes people, your approach to people may, may not be the type of approach that they need for their own issue. But it's definitely not uh, a fault on your own yeah, mental. Hello? 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 <laughs> but We're here, my and, um, sometimes the approach that you use for people isn't the right approach to solve their issues. So it's not a fault on your own mental toughness. It's just the way you may come off to people or the way your stance is. Because if I'm dealing with a fragile student at my job and I'm coming off as like a military drill sergeant, emotionless drone, it's probably not going to help. I'm not showing any type of human qualities that they need to see help with their issues. So Aaron, no, nah, man, it's not, it's not a bad thing that you're tough mentally. It just not, may not be the approach that that person you're talking to needs. Mm -hmm. Which ties back into what I was saying before. You got to be able to self-motivate. Yeah, no, you do. The right team around you. But you told, well, you said that before, Troy, about me. Like, I can't, sh I can't be nice at all times. I got to be consistent. Like, you know, I got to say no. I got to be positive. I got to show all the other different emotions. I can't just be happy well, at all times. Because if you show up to work happy every day, people think you're crazy. Yeah. yeah, not even that. You just can't drastically change is what I was saying. You can't be yeah, right. happy all the time and then be mad as hell. This motherfucker's bipolar. Bipolar, exactly. When it's time yeah, to you... say no, say no. When you happy, right. you happy. Okay, they do that. They right. know what not to ask you is what I'm saying. You got to be able to be firm about what they know they can ask you and what they can't ask you. Like, let me borrow mm -hmm. $200. You're going to be like, get the fuck out of here. Actually, you need to have as far as certain things that you know when somebody asks for a ride from here to the damn West Shore Mall, they're trying to run over you. So I'm going to give you $20 and can you give me a ride to West Shore Mall? Okay, well, let's uh, move on to, let's see, which one? How about number six? I don't think we discussed number six. It was don't waste time feeling sorry for yourself. So what? that's another one. A lot of people have this issue. You know, why me is... You know, it's, uh, it affects a lot of people. You know, the why me? Why did this happen to me? Why did God let this happen to me? You know, like Evan said, life is is tough, man. And you know, it's not. I don't. I don't necessarily think it's you got the worst luck. You know, of all time. Like it's just life, and you're gonna 
you're going to hit bumps and it's all about how you overcome it and, and bounce back and having mental toughness. So what do you think about the, you know, the why me mentality? Well, like it's just a waste of time, really. It ties into dwelling in the past and feeling like the world owes you because, you know, you mess up, you fail. All right. You know, we, we got to get back up and rebound and learn and retrace our steps and try again, find out where, where we made our mistake. But if you sit there in, in a pit of sorrow, you know, drowning in your own misery, you're not going to ever, ever rebound from whatever has you down there. And like I said before, it's okay not to be okay sometimes. You can, you can be sad. You can be sorry. But you can't sit in it. You can't dwell in it. Number two reference. You can't dwell in it because right. you would never you never give yourself that chance to come back from it. No, it's true. Uh, and me and Troy, we hear this a lot in our job. So, for example, you know, someone will relapse and they'll say to you, I relapsed because this is the anniversary of my mother passing 10 years ago. Or, a.k.a. it's my birthday and it felt like hitting that blunt and I know it's going to get a drug test today. <laughs> right. <laughs> but what I'm saying is the why me thing, it kind of... You think the why me is like an ego thing because you're kind of making it seem like you're the only person to ever go through this circumstance. Like in yeah. life, in life, we're all going to, I mean, we're all going to have losses in our life. It's, it's being part of being a human. You know, you, you're born and you die. I'm not saying don't mourn or don't, uh, but to let that devastate the rest of your life, you think that's something that you should allow happen to you? You're right. And that's, I'm thinking that when you have a, when you have some type of issue that happens, some type of devastating event or some type of traumatic event, it's going to knock you down. It's going to knock you down. And that relapse thing, that, that's definitely a, a big one because I know people here that struggle with, uh, drug abuse. And mm -hmm. when they relapse, you know, it's like, I feel like there's nobody out here for me. I'm, I'm just a fuck up. I'm a mess up. I, this is going to be for the rest of my life. Um, you know, I got kicked out. Somebody triggered me, you know, like this stuff, I would say are legitimate excuses. However, going back to the thing that put you in that place in the first place is it shows a weakness in you. And the weakness is I can't control this on my own. I got to go back to this substance. And mm -hmm. that's that. That's the sorry for yourself stuff. And then, they, then you want you put out that pity, that self pity, because you were too weak fight that urge and it doesn't make you a bad person at all it's just you just you just you failed at that point but you can always try again no it's tough man i mean that the Aaliyah said it best that's yourself off and try again that's true no it really is man but the feeling sorry for yourself only goes so far and that's with anything you know if you're struggling in anything you have you have to uh get better at it you know you can't feel sorry you know, if you can't run, you got to go run, man. You got to put in some time running. Oh, we're, yeah, we're not live anymore, but we can we can keep going if you guys want. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's, yeah, that's fine. I mean, it's still recorded. I mean, whenever they listen to the podcast, they'll still um everything will still be covered. Um, so what like, do you, however what long you, you guys want to go? No, it's cool. I mean, you've been pretty quiet, Romy, man. What do you think about the feeling sorry? I've just yourself? been listening. You know, feeling sorry for yourself. It's a natural. That's a natural thing. But that's why it's important to have those strong people around you to remind you sometimes of who you are. Uh, and, you know, and and you need that. You need that. You know, sometimes you just need a reminder like, yo, I got this shit. OK, like I know my worth because a lot of times you get so caught up in shit emotionally. 
you all that shit. Anything logical goes out the window. Once you go emotional, you can forget that shit. It don't matter. I don't mm-hmm. care what anybody tries. You know what I'm saying? To say, you know, to, to say, do whatever. Um, until you're in it, that's that's it, bro. Like it's the worst. Um, it can be a, it can be the best feeling, or it can be the worst feeling. You know what I'm saying? Like when you're when you get to that point that you feel you're feeling sorry for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I would, um, you know, so that's I, I I'm telling you, like there are a lot of times where I wish, um, you know, we had we were around each other. Um, because I won't lie, the shit does get hard down here, and you do no. uh, end up feeling sorry for yourself, and you know you don't want to go. Um, I wouldn't say uh, any further with doing shit. You know, life life just hits you sometimes, and it feels like you know at times that you're unable to catch a break. Uh, in all forms of of life, and you just need that reminder a lot of times. You know, somebody just to make you laugh, whether it's you know, um, shit we used to talk about. You know, you bitches better recognize that. You know, you think I might cheat? You know what I'm saying? Shit, shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, we were talking a you know, joke about like it. Shit helps. You know. And, um, it just, uh, it just, it just get rough, it get rough, it get rough at times, you know, but mm-hmm. you find ways to move on, you know, it's the biggest part is that you don't give up, really important, that you don't, you don't give up, so you gotta stay, and, but, uh, right, yeah. but see, that's, that's, I mean, the part of mental toughness is, you know, by someone that feels overwhelmed or, you know, they, they're man enough or woman enough to, to talk about it, you know, and a lot of yeah. people, like you said, they just bottle that shit up. And bottle it up, bottle it up, and then it explodes, you know, and you do something irrational that if you would have just talked to someone or let it out, man, you know, things can get better and you can, and you can heal. So, but the last thing I want to talk about, I was thinking about it today. What do you guys think about emotions, like in, in conversation? So you see it, we talked about it before on Facebook. Uh, anytime you try to talk, or debate with anybody, man. The emotions fly within minutes, and nothing is ever said within <laughs> within seconds. And nothing is ever nothing's ever said about like the actual debate, like the actual science behind it, or the policy, or you know, none of that stuff's mentioned. It's you know, you get quick to get labeled as a sexist or a racist or a blah 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 within seconds. Right. You know. You guys, you guys ever see that? I haven't all the time. Of course, we screenshot people who say, you know, some foul shit. Um, right. It's, uh, well, yeah, once you go emotional, all logic is thrown. The logic won't ever beat emotion in an argument because um, logic has a need to make sense. Emotion just wants to win the argument. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's right. just, uh, that's just the way it goes. So you just have to, you have to accept and just let that ride. And, it takes two people uh, to to get into an emotion into emotional combat, you know, um, right. or or even or another term as the boondocks would say, a nigga moment. You know what I'm saying? Like when you decide <laughs> if you want to take part in that shit. If if mm-hmm. it gets too if it gets to such, then um, you know it's up to you to re- how you want to respond to it. But um, me, yeah, I nah, just you get to a point, you you know, you're at an age where like that. What are we gonna do? We're gonna, we're gonna, what are we gonna do? Hey, we're gonna say mean shit to each other on Facebook, man. I ain't about to do that shit. I'm too, I'm too old for that, man. That's, I, um, yeah, a lot of people get very gangster, uh, through the internet. They call it internet courage. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't, I'm good, man. 
Uh, you can mess me with that bullshit. Mm-hmm. I think what about, John really is trying to say, like most conversations turn to tell you a racist moment. That's racist. That's sexy. Yeah. It's one white boy on this show and it's three niggas. <laughs> so like you're right. a racist. Why can't I just be calling my homie my nigga? <laughs> you know, I'm not really trying to be racist. It's just obvious facts, like you said. Facts can't beat bullshit. Yeah, facts. Exactly. Exactly. Soft. But that's what the world is like. But the but the emotional problem or the emotional, uh, you know, trait that a lot of people have doesn't allow to get to the facts. Like facts are secondary to emotions. So I don't know if you guys ever heard, like, there's that example of two people looking at a sky and, uh, the one dude's like, yeah, it's a, it's a, a beautiful blue sky. And the other guy's, he's like, no, it's green. It's a green sky. And he's like, what are you, are you serious? Like, are you retarded? It's blue. He's like, no, it's, I'm telling you, it's green. And they argue like the whole time, but come to find out the dude's colorblind. All you have to do is ask yep. him, you know? Right. Somebody got to close this show out. Cause this yeah, show somebody got to close it out, my friend. Okay. All right. Well, let's do it because I got to go to work in a few minutes anyway. All right. Well, that would be the conclusion of episode 25, being mentally strong. I want to give special thanks out to Romy Mack for joining us once again. Uh, you are a staple in our show. You might as well have your name and the title. We'll just be like, J Jet Mac, so I don't care. Anyway, uh, Dan Choi, yeah, good job, fellas. A really good show. And, uh, shout out to Disgruntled Gentlemen. Uh, you can go to their Facebook page. It's spelled Disgruntled Gentlemen. Um, they have a lot of nice apparel on there. Also, Rider Republic, my own, uh, clothing line, me and my boy, uh, Sean, um, are, Apparel is now available. Um, it's very, very dope. I like it a lot. Uh, shout out to Roy Mac Show. Two cents. And a locker room. Right. Word up. Yep. Yes, indeed. Um, Take a moment and think about where you are. Now, let's dream about where you'd rather be. A Disney Cruise Line vacation, perhaps. Let us help. We'll add some ocean waves. Perfect. Now, the kids are playing at their own clubs. You're enjoying a romantic dinner. And tonight, the whole family will gather for fireworks over the ocean. More fireworks. When you're dreaming of the perfect vacation for the whole family, the difference is Disney. Visit DisneyCruise.com or call your travel agent today. Come to the Winghouse Bar and Grill and watch the FIFA World Cup games. Select locations will be open early. Pair our hot, juicy wings with five for $15 Corona buckets and you'll feel like you're the one scoring the goals. Catch a Tuesday game and enjoy our two Taco Tuesday deal. Or come on Wednesday for bottomless, boneless wings. Happy hour specials run Monday through Friday, 3 to 7 p.m. and 10 p.m. to close with select $5 appetizers. And as always, you'll be kicking it with the beautiful Winghouse girls. Winghouse Bar and Grill. Good food, beautifully served. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.